what to do in your second session of training a new behavior with your dog or with your puppy. This is MJ's Pet Training Academy Talk with me, Melissa Vieira, or MJ. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how you can help your dog in the second session that you're working on a new behavior by using the the correct timing. And I'm not talking about the mechanics of clicker timing or anything like that. I'm talking about timing your actual session to the right time of day for your dog and also how you can change the type of reward you used from the first session to the second session to help your dog out. Yesterday I had talked about training your dog to spin a cute little trick. We talked about getting rid of those lures and if that's something that you did, if you were one of the people who had downloaded the guide and and worked on that, then feel free to, if you have that down and you can check all three boxes under yes. So there were a few challenges and you just want to be able to check all three under yes. If you can do that, email me your name and your dog's name and just some kind of a picture or um, a screenshot or whatever you want to do of your completed form and I'll send you a certificate. So you'll get a certificate that you can download and share and print and do whatever you would like to do with because I think it's great when you when you have an achievement, it's a great thing to be able to have something saying that you know, you, you did it. You, you made, made progress and you reached those goals. And I think it's just, it's a lot of fun to be able to have that. So I will definitely send you something. If you do want something, I can send that to you. And if you're still working on spin, this episode will help you out. So this will apply to you. Don't train just yet. If you're just listening to this now and you haven't trained yet today, you might want to wait. So you might want to just finish this episode think about this information a little bit and then train your dog today because there'll be some information that applies to the second session of training a new trick. Yesterday I trained my puppy Nell a new trick which was to take a bow when I say bravo. So it's just a cute little trick. I kind of just impulsively decided to train her something different. I don't know I just I felt like mixing it up. I was kind of feeling like I needed a break from the dumbbell because she's we're doing well with the dumbbell she has a lot of drive to go out and retrieve it but where I'm having trouble is she's super excited excited about holding things in her mouth so that might be a dumbbell it might be a toy and I have to help her understand the difference between an obedience trained behavior retrieving the dumbbell and playing with a toy so those are two very different things she should never shake the dumbbell or roll it in her mouth or anything like that so I find that if I get stuck like that and she was just getting overly excited about the dumbbell training then I might just need a break so I decided we just needed a break from that exercise for a day and we'll we'll work on some other things and I just I don't know I wanted to do something different so I trained her a trick And it was just out of, I didn't have a plan. It wasn't on my list of things to do, but it was just out of something to do. Within about 10 minutes, it was actually probably under 10 minutes, she had this brand new trick, which she has never done before, 
on cue. When I say bravo, she got into the bow position, which is when she leans back from a stand and her elbows go all the way down to the ground and her rear stays up so it looks like she is taking a bow. If you didn't get to see that video, I did post it on my YouTube channel and it will be on the blog as well. So I'll post it on the blog mjspettrainingacademy.com forward slash blog. All the recent posts will be things that I'm doing this week. So these episodes and, and different tricks and things like that. So they'll be really easy to find for you guys. So now that I have trained that new trick, Bravo, we go to bed, Nell sleeps, we get up in the morning and, you know, just normal routine. She eats outside. We have a little picnic outside because we've been doing a lot of that, like under the sun, eating breakfast, um, exercise a little bit, and then I'm going to go back and train, which I already did. So what I do before I start a second session, so something new, we went to bed and what happens when we sleep? I'm not going to get too, too fancy into like exciting work in this episode or exciting information that I've read or learned about that makes me say what I'm going to say, but I'll try to find some links on this and I'll, I'll post them on the blog post with this episode as well. So what happens when we sleep? What happens within our brain? We can kind of think of our brain like getting rid of getting rid of things that we did not really focus on, we didn't put a lot of attention on. It might just be extra information that we don't need or making connections between things, so relating things to each other or making stronger connections with new information or information that we put a lot of focus on. So if we think about something a lot, that's going to come with us into sleep and into our brains. And then the next day, it's going, we might have a stronger um, we, attention towards whatever that might be. So with our dogs, when you put them to bed at night and they sleep, they sleep for a good full night. And then you go back and train the next day. You might find one of two things happening. So you might find that your dog gets it. Like whatever that new trick, whatever that new thing is that you trained, you go back and revisit it the next day and they've got it. It's just really cool. It's it's something that you just started and they just seem to understand. It's like they light up and they know this is what we did yesterday and they get it and that's when you can move on to the next steps. But sometimes you revisit something and it's almost like it, you've never trained it. Your dog is like, what, what is this? Um, so that can happen too, where your dog just doesn't understand or it seems like they don't remember what you had done the, the previous day. And that might be for a number of reasons. There might have been just a lot of other things going on. Maybe you worked on many different behaviors. Maybe your dog is just distracted by something. So there could be a lot of different things going on, but a good night's sleep really changes things from one day to the next. So in order to best prepare yourself for session number two of a brand new trick or new skill, whatever it is you're working on, 
there are a few things that you can do. So you can revisit the trick using higher value rewards. So that's one thing. I'm going to set myself up. Um, There's something I'm going to do before that even. But I'm going to have some better treats prepared. Yesterday, I trained Bravo using kibble, just Nell's regular proportion of her food. And today, I used high-value treats. I had them prepared so that I'm not wasting a lot of time while I'm training her, handling my treats and trying to break them up. Before I even went into that session, I had my treats prepared for her and cut up into little bits and pieces so that I could quickly feed her. I had my clicker ready. So I'm going into that session prepared, and that's one thing. But before you even begin to train, so you can get that stuff ready in the morning um, and then go on and do this other stuff, and that way when it's time to train, you will be ready. So before you train, we're going to circle back to meeting our dog's needs. I talk a lot about this, and that's because it's so important. You can't go into a training session if you haven't met all of your dog's needs. When you wake up in the morning, do you jump right into learning something new or working on a project? Some people do, but we are all different. And many of us need, you know, you want to sit down and have your coffee and read your news feed or whatever it might be. You want to do something before you jump into an activity that takes a lot of attention and focus. So timing your second session with your dog in a way that works best for them, maybe play with them first. Let them run outside, make sure those needs are met so that you can get the most focus out of your dog. So I made sure Nell had her outdoor breakfast. We played a little bit. She just walked around a little bit. Um, nothing, Nothing too crazy. Like we didn't do a whole lot of physical activity, but just enough to stretch her legs and make sure that when I'm ready to train, she's going to want to focus with me and pay attention. So time session number two at a time of day that your dog is going to be ready to focus. Just make sure you've given them a little bit of attention enrichment and let them exercise even just a little bit before session number two. Now, the next part about this is when you go into session number two, you're actually going to lower criteria. So instead of jumping into that session and expecting your dog to be where they were yesterday, we're actually going to lower our rules a little bit. So yesterday, my rule by the end of the session, by the end of those 10 minutes was when I say the word bravo, Nell would get into a bow position with no lore. But I'm going to make that easier because on session number two, I want to prevent any mistakes. I want to do totally I want my first two repetitions to be totally right. I want to make sure she gets it right. She does not fall into a down or make any mistakes because that's going to light her up and say, wow, you know, I remember we did this yesterday. I got it right. And she's going to get better treats than she got yesterday. So she's going to get it right, which is like kind of a little bit of a confidence boost, right? When we just go into something and we get it right right away, she's going to have that little confidence boost and then she gets a really good treat. 
So what I do is say bravo, wait a second, and then lure her. I don't give her the opportunity to make a mistake. I don't wait for her to lay down or walk away or anything like that. So I'm using a lure and that's actually going back to an easier step. So do that once and then do it again. And now that's when you need to read your dog. So after you have done that twice, you made it easier for them. It's up to you to decide, is your dog ready to move on to the next steps? Or should you keep working at that easier level with your dog? Training isn't just about giving our dogs information, giving our dogs things to do. It's about reading and listening and paying attention to our dogs. So they're giving us so much feedback and so much information while we're training. And if we don't pay attention to that, we are going to fail them. So we're going to make so many mistakes that we don't, we could prevent ourselves from making by just paying attention. So now you can read your dog and the more you train, the easier this will become. If you just lured that behavior twice, you worked at that easier level, what is your dog telling you? Are they, do they have that look, that look of just bright eyes, they're excited, they're eager to learn, they're not looking around the room for something else to do or sniffing or stopping to like scratch at their collar. Um, So if your dog is stopping to scratch or sniff or they walk away to get a sip of water they might just be processing they might just need that minute to process or they might be getting a little bit confused and just kind of not on the same page with you so if your dog has those bright eyes and they're super eager to keep going and they're excited about this game that's what you want to be able to read is your dog at that point where they're ready to get it right on their own. So after those two times of luring, Nell looked ready. She looked ready to get it right. So that's when I say bravo with no lure and wait her out. So at that point, I waited her out because I could see that the timing was correct on that. And sure enough, she was able to get it with no lure. And that's when I give a jackpot. So not only is she getting better treats than yesterday, When she got it, and she got it right, all on her own, on the third try, that's when I'm going to give a jackpot. So that's not just one treat, but that's a couple treats in a row. Super exciting, lots of praise, and then we break out of it and just do like a little bit of play, and then do another repetition, same thing, bravo, with a verbal cue only, and then a treat, and just do that a couple times and then end it. So now I'm pretty sure that this behavior has really set in. I'm pretty sure it's where I want it to be in order to move forward very quickly. And that means my next step will be to do some proofing to make it a little bit um, harder where maybe I'm having her hold the bow position for a little bit longer. I did work on that. Um, I'm, I'm working on moving away from her. So being able to ask her, from further away instead of right up close next to her. So those are the next steps. But in session two, just focus on these things. So session two, you wanna make sure you 
do this with your dog when they are ready. So their needs have been met, they're ready to train, you're good to go. You wanna make sure you have raised the value of the, those rewards just a little bit. So whatever you used yesterday, use something a little bit better today. You wanna make sure at least the first two repetitions of revisiting the new trick that you did yesterday. And this is, this is a general kind of rule. It's not always the case. Some dogs, I'll just go right in and you guys can see they're ready. And depending on how much progress they had with the trick yesterday, I might not even lure them. So this is just a general rule that I find works most of the time but it's not going to apply to every situation and every dog. But you wanna make sure typically the first two repetitions you help your dog out so they don't make a mistake. You go back to luring, go back to just making it easy for them, but prevent mistakes in those first two repetitions. Take away any question, help your dog out. Third time, you might wanna to continue to help them if they look like they need it read your dog so this is when you want to read your dog what do they look like do they seem to be getting it what do you think if they're ready for it then do just your verbal cue if they get it right jackpot like throw a party let them know they're the best dog ever and that they got it right and then you can play and train a little bit more and then call it quits and that's it that's how you make a behavior set in when your dog's at that point they should really have have a good understanding of, of where you're at. So you both should be on the same page and you'll find the next time you go to practice, it'll just naturally go together, run smoothly. And from there you can keep building on that behavior. You can proof, you can take it to wherever you want to go. So I hope this just gave you some things to think about with timing your second session and using the correct rewards. Hopefully you're having fun with your puppy whether or your dog whether you worked on spin or if you want to work on bravo you can find that video as well if you have any questions at all you can always get in touch and i'll be back with another episode soon maybe i'll take sundays off i'm trying to do this every day but maybe i'll give you guys uh, an episode tomorrow if not i will definitely be back on monday with another episode for you this is MJ's Pet Training Academy Talk with me, your host, Melissa Vieira, or MJ. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, guys. Bye.